Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Universes Academy podcast. I'm your host, John Jennings. Uh, with me, as always, is Ryan Kraft. But this week, behind the scenes, producing and everything, it's just me and Matt on screen. Matt Childress, how we doing, man? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing good, man. We got a fresh batch of previews to talk about. Uh, and I believe we also had some news recently this past week about the upcoming uh, provisionals and the first regional licensing exams. Uh, yeah, man. The, yeah, I was going to say, let, let's let's hear about your thoughts on how they're uh, rolling out these signups. So, yeah, yeah. Well, and even further, I just want to pause. Remember last week, we were definitely talking about this, and I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if we hear this. Then, boom, <laughs> next day, they're like, by the way, get live. Here's two months worth of events, which is mm -hmm. awesome. Props to Jazzco. Uh, it's a great lineup. Like you said, new regional license exams. Um, so those are even bigger tournaments. So those are like, they announced two of them, if I'm not mistaken, like one online and then one in person in Vegas. Uh, um, yeah. Like th that's huge. You know, like those events are going to be insane. You're going to want to be at those if you're trying to play competitively, especially if you're trying to make it to Worlds this year, uh, trying to get the top 32 slots. Then, um, yeah, you're going to want to be in those because those get you buys for nationals if you win. And uh, nationals, if you make top eight, you're automatically into Worlds. So mm -hmm. seems like a pretty good event to play in. Um, <laughs> and if you already won a provisional, you get a two-round buy at that regional license exam of your choice. So that's pretty cool, too. Um, but all that being said, yeah, to your point, they announced all these events. They're scattered across the next two months, all the way through like June at this point. It's awesome. It's exciting. Um, looking forward to playing in a few of them. But they didn't announce initially when registration was going to start. They were like, oh, it'll all be announced shortly. And they announced it. And uh, registration is all on April 2nd. So mm -hmm. not not like in, in like a two weeks time frame or so from when they announce the event, which that's fine. Yeah. Gives people time to kind of figure out the logistics. But it's for every event. Like all four or five events are on the same day and they just have them staggered like one hour apart. Um, so this means if you wanted to play like in all four events, you're going to have to check in on your phone or check in on your computer for four hours. Like, and then you have to make sure you also get in at the start of the hour get your ticket purchased, go through, they are on the organized play website, I believe, you know, so mm -hmm. that'll be, um, it's a good website. It's, it's convenient. Um, you know, registering for events is super easy. Um, I did the webcam weekly this week and use that and it was super easy. Um, there are some hiccups still that I think they're working through as far as like how like your deck list and confirming you're checked in and all that sort of stuff. Like that's not the most intuitive, but signing up for events is very easy, um, to find them and to sign up. But, um, yeah, man, I don't know. I, uh, I just kind of wish they would standardize that process. You know, maybe they'd say like every, it's four weeks before the event, right? And that's mm -hmm. the registration date. So, you know, it gives people a month maybe or some other arbitrary amount of time, three weeks, five weeks. I don't care. But that way you could kind of just always know, oh, it's on this date. Well, then this is when I need to register instead of, hey, I have to sign in on this one day. God forbid someone actually just can't for some reason. I mean, surely people get breaks and stuff like that. But if you're working... Good luck mm -hmm. signing up for all four events when you're at work, you know? Uh, yeah, it is kind of odd that they're all on the exact same day, the signups, like you said, um, one hour apart. For the first one, the um, the April 16th provisional, which is actually put on by Jasco. I think this is the first of the provisionals is actually going to be organized by Jasco themselves. Um, that one is, I think, just about two weeks away. So, you know, obviously it hadn't been announced, I think, previously or maybe not uh, as well just information wasn't out there as much. So yeah, like two weeks beforehand or like two, three weeks beforehand signing up for that. Um, it's maybe a little understandable, but as they get further right. out, like you said, it could just be like, maybe, all right, this one, we had kind of a short notice, but we're going to try to stagger these out and have, like you said, have a uniform uh, sign up date. I remember even for the, the first couple of provisionals, there was some confusion around when to sign up. 
right. because for the second provisional, the signups for that went live the day after the first one. And so everyone then kind of thought, oh, well, the signups for the provisionals just go live after the first one. That wasn't actually the case. That just happened. Yeah, just the conclusion be... of the one before it, it'll go live or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it just happened, it just happened to work out that way for the first and second ones, right? right. But then... There was no, like you said, there was no real uniform, like, hey, this is how it's actually going to come out, and this is how we're going to have people stagger uh, the signups for them. Right. Um, so it, it would just be nice to, like, hey, this is for the ones we already have planned, and we know are going to happen at these dates and at these locations. This is how we're going to roll them out and sign them. Obviously, they, they have done this, but it's just, it is just very odd that they're all on the same day, and it is yeah. four hours apart. I guess for two of them, the two regions, uh, regional license exams, the capacity is 512 players. Right. The so, big events. Yeah, they're really huge. And especially the one in June is in Vegas at the at at Jasco, right? Um, right. Yeah, it's it's actually in person and mm -hmm. in Vegas and it's on June 4th and 5th. So, I was thinking about while you're talking and, and like looking at the lineup, like three of them are online, one's in person, right? Mm -hmm. Like they could even standardize it to where like hey, if it's an online event, you get a 2 week the registration is two weeks before if it's yeah. in person, it's a month before, you know, because if it's online, you don't really have to worry about working out logistics quite as much, you know, like mm -hmm. maybe you need to get a babysitter. Maybe you need to switch a shift at work or something like you can make those kind of adjust adjustments in a two week time frame. But like planning a trip to Vegas, you, you're going to need at least about a month or so. Most people don't just have the uh, the luxury of being like, all right, I'm packing up today and going <laughs> to Vegas and I'll be back on Monday. See you at work, you know, like, yeah, um, so I don't know, like I. I I'm right there with you. Um, and just to clarify, I saw some confusion online um, on the Vegas one in person. They talk about how you can do redemption um, or loyalty program um, turn-ins. That's just because you were there in person. There's a Jessica representative. They have always done that. Like if they are at the event, they bring the promos with them. You can just turn in your packs or turn in your points there and get it. Some people thought because the others didn't say it, that there was some sort of like discrepancy or like special um, aspect of that one it's not okay. it's just because it's in person if these other ones were in-person events i feel confident as long as a jasco representative is there they would bring those promos like i've done turn-ins at nationals before i've done them at worlds before like you can always if they're there and they have the stuff just give it to them then um, mm -hmm. in the meantime you know until that point there's not any in-person events so you're gonna have to mail them in once that program goes live which we're still kind of waiting on news for uh yeah hopefully we will get that this week uh, coming up on the end of March, so I got about four more days. <laughs> yeah, uh, so. so if they're gonna try to stick to that timeline of getting it out there in March, yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think there's really any other major news. Um, I guess hopefully we'll have some kind of news about a Crimson Rampage release date soon-ish. Yeah, I know. Where I saw some people were like saw a April Fool's post of some sort, of like where it's like, "Hey, it's coming out on April 1st, which it may. Who knows? Yeah. But it seems unlikely <laughs> given the fact that's a less than a week away, and uh -huh. they would want to announce it and generate some hype and give people time for a pre-release. So I don't know. Like, I feel like it's at this point probably second week of April is optimistic, maybe for a pre-release, just so that way they can generate hype. Like if they announced it this week and like in two weeks we're finishing mm -hmm. out previews, then you're gonna get the set. Boom, boom, boom. You know, like. They, they've done a good job of generating hype so far anyway. I don't think they've yeah. really dropped the ball upon the release of the set, you know? Yeah, I did see, I think in the main MHA Discord, someone had screen-capped maybe a um, a communication for maybe like a retailer or something that where they had been told that maybe Asmodee had like basically put out a last call for orders for Crimson Rampage. <laughs> Shutting it down. It's uh, 2 a.m. We're closing it down. Yeah, yeah. So that would make <laughs> me think we're, we're, we're closing in on the release date here. Obviously, they didn't say anything else, and it was... 
it was a screen cap. It was, a, it was just, you know, a screen cap posted to the MHA Discord. So who knows the validity say, of that it? That can't be Photoshopped. That's legit. Don't uh, worry yeah, about exactly. It. And I, I don't, I didn't know who the person was. So it's right. obviously we're just uh, helping spread baseless accus- accusations here on the yeah, Universe yeah, Scammy podcast. Just fake news everywhere. Do. That's actually <laughs> what our motto is going to be fake news everywhere. Oh, my God. <laughs> Welcome to UA. <laughs> I wish y'all could see Ryan. <laughs> uh, please, please no. <laughs> Anyway, moving along to some previews. <laughs> uh, this this past week, I believe all the previews were brought to us just by Jasco themselves through various Facebook or Discord stuff. I don't mm-hmm. think there were any other content creators that put anything out this week. Uh, if there were, a really great job of covering all the content creators already. To be honest, like yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think they missed any, and I apologize to anyone that that statement applies to. I'm not trying mm-hmm. to be rude, um, but like they did, I feel like they did a really good job with that. Like um, yeah. over the last month, it was like at least one or two a week. It seemed, if not mm-hmm. more. So. Yeah, um, and to, to that point, if anybody, if there were any this week that were revealed by content creators, and I didn't shout you out just now. I apologize. I will go back and look it up and we'll we'll correct that later yeah um, you can leave a comment and then we'll go and in the next episode we'll we'll we'll, we'll shout it out exactly um, i'll do it myself if i got to uh-huh. uh i'll interrupt first... john when he's talking i should be like and it was this guy <laughs> sorry <laughs> no nah, that's fine i'm used to it uh <laughs> anyway the first card matt is going to tell us about though is yes, we're, we're going to talk about some net gun surprise yeah man so net gun surprise it's one of uh May Hasame's uh, cards it is a four difficulty three check, um, plus two mid block, three mid doing three. Let's go ahead and pause there. These numbers are not amazing. It's okay, all right. But let's read the rest of the card. It's ranged, has stun two, okay, tech and weapon. Okay, um, yeah. So this card's got all the keywords. Uh, um, yeah. And then it has response card pool remove. After your rival plays an attack, reduce its speed to one. So uh, this card's a banger. <laughs> yeah. You remember all that other stuff? That was a little misdirection, guys. This card is a banger. Um, yeah. This card is going to see so much play. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, single-handedly, like you block with one of these early and then you just tell them good luck with that recipro. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I think it's going to be about one speed. Um, I mean, granted, it's after they play the attack, so they can still do stuff to buff it. Um, yeah. But if that attack starts off at one and gets any sort of negatives to it, it's not going to get get scary anytime soon. Um, even further. No, okay, that doesn't work. Oh, yeah, no, it does. It's like if you use this after they say they play it, put it to one, then they're like, I'm going to plus. Oh, I'm not going to plus all for this ultra, one speed yeah. attack. It goes to two, you know, yeah. like get some. Yeah. yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, I think this card's awesome. I can't wait mm-hmm. to play it in basically everything that has those symbols. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and also just playing it as an attack. I mean, it's a stun two attack. That's a four diff. That's awesome, right? Like, yeah, yeah it's yeah. only a three a three speed for three. So it's but it's like a great poke attack, right? Like you just kind of like, oh, maybe I'm gonna set my turn and go in more, or we can kind of see how it goes and see how you respond to this. Right. Um, yeah, but no, the that 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 card pool response. And so for those uh, that don't know, the way this would work is you would sit, so it says card pool uh, response remove after your opponent plays their card, you would then just respond with that from your card pool and then remove the card. Mm-hmm. So not only do you reduce their speed, you also make your block easier. Correct. Yeah. You clear your, your progressive. Um, mm-hmm. You can do cool stuff with like Momo with this card. Cause it has weapon on it. So she can just target recur this card on their turn anyway, by removing a foundation, which seems mm-hmm. nuts, like super good defense. 
Um, or she can randomly, like, you can quick creation this into your card pool with any character that has access to that if it's on the top of your deck for some, or discard pile for some reason. Like, mm-hmm. um, this, card's, this card's really cool. Uh, the symbols it has access to have some neat tricks with it. Um, yeah, I'm definitely... I don't know if you run four of it in a deck. Like, it's probably like a two or three or... Um, but it's really good. So, yeah. Maybe you board it and bring it in against, like, decks that want to add a bunch of speed if you... Or you just side it out immediately if they don't. Like, either way works, you know? Yeah, uh, maybe if they're not adding a bunch of speed because it wouldn't be as good that way because then they're actively doing that during the attack. But I don't know. Mm. Maybe. Uh, it'd be really good against like a Detroit Smash, though, right? Because that comes with like six speed. Mm-hmm. Go ahead and, I mean, obviously they'd have to walk into that. But I mean, that's also like another defense, right? Like right. even even if your opponent sees that it's there and they know that it's there, they still have to deal with it and they have to play around it. And maybe you stall them out for a turn because they're like, uh... Well, I was gonna combo into this like awesome like high speed attack that does a billion damage, but it's just gonna get reduced. So maybe I don't do that now, and I just have to wait a turn and kind of right. adjust. Yeah, and and you don't have to use it. Like you can just block early with this thing and make them figure it out. Mm-hmm. And you just sit back, and then you're like, oh, that one, I, I want to use it on that one. And then they're like, crap, this is the one I didn't want to use it on. Or they're like, okay, whatever, dude, doesn't matter. I got yeah. two more in my hand. You know, like whatever. <laughs> like yeah. So um, and then if you don't use it, it just goes to your discard pile, so you can do more stuff with it later. So, I don't know. Exactly. It's really cool. I'm excited about this card. Yeah. Uh, next up, uh, we have another May Hotsme card. It is a foundation called Successful Sales Pitch. It is a 2-5 with a plus 2 high block. Um, before I get into the text of the card, I do just want to say uh, we, we may need some better um, autocorrect going on here, because they did not <laughs> successfully spell the word successful. Uh yeah, there's, there's is, definitely an S missing there. Yeah, there's a second S missing. It's S-U-C-C-E-S-S is the way we like to spell success. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving along, though. Uh, it's kind of ironic, really. <laughs> it is. Whoever um, pitched this card, they were successful. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, uh, response commit. After your tech attack deals damage, re- reveal the top four cards of your deck and add one tech card revealed this way to your hand. Discard the remaining cards. Um, yeah, I think this foundation's hot. Uh, <laughs> that's because you know how to read. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this card is stupid good. Yeah, it caps. Yeah, I was gonna say, it's not a flip, it's not a discard, it's not a remove. You can just, you know, every turn, just keep on doing this if you want to. Obviously, you have to deal damage with, uh, with a tech card. Mm-hmm. But just being able to look at the top four cards and being like, it doesn't have to be an attack, obviously, that you get out. You can get a foundation or an sure. asset or something. Um, but yeah, no, this card seems nuts. It's yeah. also got a really good block on it, too. Yeah, the numbers are awesome. The ability is awesome. Um, anytime there's an ability in the game, just, just to share knowledge, um, his, like historical knowledge, anytime there's an ability to let you look or dig through the top X number of cards um, mm-hmm. where X is defined of whatever number, it's worth it. It's good. Do it. You know, um, the fact that this doesn't destroy, this doesn't flip, like you're saying, like you get one of these in play and you just sit there and you're like, all right, your, your decision. If you ever don't block one of my attacks completely, I'm going to dig for, through four cards Yeah, and find something I want. That's mm-hmm. just really good. So yeah, I'm 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 a fan of this card. Yeah, and this is like essentially it's this card draw, selective card draw in symbols other than life. Life's had a good bit of card draw, but like all and evil have not had that so far in this game. And so yeah. it, it is gated behind the tech keyword. Uh, so not a whole lot of other people are gonna be playing it, but it's only gonna all get has better, a little I think. bit. Like all has yeah. destined and a few other cards to draw, but you're yeah. right. Like it doesn't have um as, as much as life. Like it doesn't have you know you're passing the torches and things like that. So I yeah. think this will just be great in. All of those, you know? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. Yep. Oh, um, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, I think the card's good. really strong. I think it's going to be be really good. I think it's only going to get better moving forward. Yeah, like, um, I mean, you can use this to dig after your attack deals damage, and maybe you just find that defensive, you know, surprise, or net gun surprise, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Just, just finding things to block with, even if you don't want to push further on your turn. Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm a fan. What's next, um, man? I'll say, lastly, this is the last card for May. We got Zoom. Zoom, Zoom, Zoom. Mm-hmm. Um, so Zoom is a 1-5 foundation with a plus three low block. It has the tech keyword, so it can also be dug out <laughs> with the uh, sales pitch. Yeah. And then it has a free response on it, but it's an all-character response. So again, that doesn't mean you have to be playing an all-deck. It just means your character has to have the all-symbol on them. Mm-hmm. And it says, after your combat phase begins, reveal the top card of your deck. Then it has deadlock, form, flip. Look at your rival's hand. Um, <laughs> so that's kind of awesome. Pretty sure Sarah looks at this and he's like, wait, what? <laughs> like, this, this flips to do this? And then well, once per game. But, yeah. um, you know, May's just got like that. May's got them eyes. She can zoom in. That's actually her quirk, if you guys weren't aware. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, this foundation's cool. Um, it kind of doesn't do anything if you get more than one in play, though. So that kind of feels bad, you know, like, because you, yeah. you respond to look, and you're like, I'll respond to look again. I'll respond to look again. I'll respond to look. Ah, oh, I know it four <laughs> times. Like, not so relevant. But knowing the top card of your deck is huge. Like, you can play and lead with that five difficulty attack and know that you're not going to tap anything and then mm-hmm. plan out your turn accordingly. Um, or you can know, hey, there's a one on top. <laughs> I need to not do that and play around those as well. Like, it's mm-hmm. huge. It's It's really good. Um, I do wish it kind of had a better block on it. Like for it to basically only have one ability that is very strong and very free. I do kind of wish the block was a little more playable. Like low blocks are great. Not complaining about the zone, but mm-hmm. plus three is pretty heavy. Um, so yeah. Yeah. No, we playing this. We're playing probably one or two of, I think if you're playing this card, like you said, I don't know that you want to run four because it feels bad to draw these later on. Like you said, you're not really doing much. And unless your opponent is just, face rolling into deadlock or something you're not really gonna get the secondary use out of this card but yeah any all deck i'm making from now on is gonna have at least one of these in there right like oh yeah oh yeah yeah. it's nuts um i think it's i think outside of like maybe the order symbol ability i think this is maybe the best or most useful maybe cost effective because it's on a it's on a spam the order one is obviously nuts on the ultra rare you just kind of reset your everyone's staging area to how you blow everything up yeah yeah um, but yeah, no, I think that's really good. So um, that is one thing I'm super excited to see coming back to the game are symbol specific mm-hmm. abilities. Um, mm-hmm. because it lets you make kind of like stronger abilities on cards that aren't just universal, right? Like, yeah, you have to be playing that symbol or at the very least have that symbol on your character. So like that limits the pool, I guess, you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like seeing that sort of stuff. It's nice flavor. Yeah. Like I said, you, you can make powerful cards, but you can gate them behind that symbol or whatever. And it, so it doesn't mm-hmm. feel as bad and you can kind of plan around that, plan around that in the future. Oh yeah. Um so next up we have an ectoplasm card. Dun dun dun. Uh giant bite detention. Uh and it is <laughs> it's just a picture of ectoplasm with his mouth open. So Them chompers. <laughs> I know it's uh it is an ultra rare attack. It is a hmm. uh four difficulty, three control check, plus one mid block. It is a three high for four. Uh it's got ally, it's got stun one, it's got combo. Attack, high attack. So if you want to use the combo, this has to be the third card, at least the third card in your card pool. And you have to have the first has to be an attack, then a high attack, then this card. All right. So we got combo enhance. This attack gets plus three speed and plus three damage. Enhance, shuffle up to three cards from either player's discard pile into their deck. Um, 
so if we're looking at this for the combo enhance, this is essentially a six difficulty attack, right? It then becomes a six high for seven, which I think is on par for what I would think a six difficulty attack does. Yeah, as traditionally, as like, like if it's if it's wise. Yeah, on curve, basically, like if it's all fours or it's all fives, mm-hmm. like that's pretty much on curve, right? Like five difficulty, yeah. five speed, five damage. So having a six difficulty, six speed, seven damage is slightly above curve. Yeah, and it's got the stun one, which is nice. It's got the ally, and he has chaos. Obviously, it's a chaos order water card, which are his symbols. Mm-hmm. Um, and chaos has a lot of ally stuff going on. Uh, I do think the enhance is kind of, I think it's kind of neat. Uh, you know, maybe you're playing against Eraserhead or something. And he's got a pile of erases in his discard pile. You're like, well, uh, let's go ahead and put those back in your deck for you. Or you're playing as Tokuyami. say, or against Tokuyami. And they've got some Summon Dark Shadows in there. You're like, well, we go ah. ahead and just put these back into your deck for you. Bye, Summon Dark Shadow. See you never. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's, uh, yeah, because obviously you want to try to get the, the full effect out of it. So you want to use the combo enhance. But also if you like, like well, I'm not really going to go too hard in on my opponent this turn. Uh, but I can fuck with their discard pile and fuck with their next turn and just play this straight up and then build off the rest of your turn. That still feels probably pretty good. Oh, yeah, dude. If you're if you're playing against like either one of those two characters or someone else who wants to target do stuff with their discard pile, mm-hmm. you just poke with this card. Like you just play it and you use just a second ability. You don't care what happens after that because you're like um, mm-hmm. shuffle in because it's three. Like yeah. the odds of, of Tokiyami having all four summon dark shadows in their discard pile and they didn't already kill you seems real low. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you just shuffle in all the ones that you see and then shuffle in a ruin or whatever. Like, I don't it doesn't matter. Just put in, put in whatever you don't want them to have. Um, and yeah, go from there. I think it would, um, I think this card's going to see a, a lot of sideboard play. Probably. Um, mm-hmm. it'll, it, I'm sure it'll find a home in some sort of, um, main lineup, you know, but in particular, I mean, I'd bring in three immediately against racer or Tokiami snap. Oh, yeah. and, and both those characters have only gotten better, um, with Kirishima leaving. So, mm-hmm seems like a pretty good card yeah or even uh like momo because i know we talked about how she does like some discard pile shenanigans right like yeah uh, shuffling those net gun surprises and be like momo sucks to be you (laughs) yeah get those out of here you're not blocking with those Mm -mm, not Um, today satan yeah and even like even if you are just playing it as a four diff like a three high for four or for a four diff is still just generically good yeah stun one to have something i guess you know you may want to be cognizant of what anti-stun or anti-committal stuff they have in play because it'd feel real bad if you like do that into a uh it can't be fixed or whatever and they're like cool thanks for the free foundation nerd yeah. you know <laughs> yeah outside um, of that i think it's totally fine just just don't play the stun if that's in the case <laughs> yeah uh this i don't know like how about this being like an ultra rare it's maybe seems not powerful enough for an ultra rare but who knows like maybe maybe the the anti-discard pile of hate is just generically good enough that yeah no this totally merits that but we'll, that that will remain to be seen yeah um, next up is uh, Fruit of Our Labors. So Fruit of Our Labors is a 1-5 foundation um, with evil, order, and void. Um, it's a, got a plus two, low block. And it says, enhance, rival's turn, remove. So that's all the cost. Mm-hmm. And then it says, discard two cards from your card pool. Then it says, <laughs> deadlock form, flip. Your rival builds one card from their hand face down. Um, so this card is like, I'm going to tell you, like, if you're going to read him at first and probably be like, I don't know how good this card is. It's good. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Um, yeah. Great block. Good spam. Um, Void needs good spam. You know, like their their spam is kind of pretty limited compared to some they, of the other symbols. I have gotcha. And uh, 
Yeah, that's the only zero diff they got until this yeah. set, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but the enhance Rowell's turn removed, discard two cards from your card pool. That's so good. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. You can just block, block, clear them out. All right, you want to keep on going? Because I, I tapped one foundation or removed one foundation to do this. Oh, mm -hmm. also, I'm not in deadlock anymore. Or if your rival wants to build in deadlock, making them build from their hand face down, like, sure, they're gaining foundations. But you got like three of these in play. You just emptied their hand, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, on your turn. So they're gonna die. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. That's what's gonna happen there. So, um, yeah, I, I don't know who because it's not Minetta symbols. So I guess this is just like a random back page kind of card where they just had to throw some symbols on some cards and some abilities or whatever. Because mm -hmm. uh, it's got uh, Kaminari and Minetta in the picture. But I don't know. Either way, um, I'll go on record saying this art's kind of just okay. Um, I don't love this art. I know that normally I love all of the artwork in the game, but, you know, Kaminari is like doing the double thumbs up, so that's kind of hilarious, but mm -hmm. just Mineta being pervy for the most part. Yeah, I was going to say, I, I think, I'm not, I don't remember this exact scene from the anime, but I'm sure they're just being creepy about the girls, because you can see, I guess, Hagakure and I think Jiro in the background in Cheerleader's yeah. outfit. So I assume they were just doing something creepy, and this is about that. Uh, seems seems <laughs> accurate. Uh, yeah, no, I and also... This is maybe you're in like one or two of this main deck, but this seems like if like the card pool clog becomes like the meta in season two, this card's going to see a ton of play, especially in side decks, just because discarding two cards from your card pool hurts that so much. Like Tongue mm -hmm. Whip is now not nearly, it's still good, but it's just, it's this, those cards become uh, significantly more blockable, right? Like that's, that's sure. the big thing is card pool clog it. Obviously, it just clogs your carpool, makes it so you it's, really can't block their attacks, and also they're getting other uh, benefits from it. Yeah, it's kind of like uh, perma speed, you know, mm -hmm. like like each card in your carpool is a permanent plus one speed to whatever attacks they play after that. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, forcing a whole bunch of stuff in your carpool, like you said, does feel bad. And and that's a really good point. Like this card is is very techy in that way, kind of sneaky. Again, sneaky good. Like it's just mm -hmm. useful in a lot of situations, whether you're actually blocking or whether they're trying to keep you from blocking. Yep. Plus two low block, you said, is nice. And also, the so the, the deadlock form, uh, you know, we don't really see a whole lot of deadlock action. But I do think this one is really powerful in that a lot of times when your cards force your opponent to build a card, it usually either refills their hand or wherever they were forced to build that card from. And this one does not. Right. So this is effective. It's, it's like a pseudo discard, right? Oh, it's 100% it's discard. Yeah. Well, even yeah. further, you can make them build even further into deadlock while doing this like that's mm -hmm. silly so you're like yep. you're here now you're gonna be here for a while even when you yeah. destroy these three foundations it doesn't matter because you got three extra ones you know like um so yeah, yeah i think that card's very good mm -hmm. um next up uh we're moving into the uh mina ashido portion of the episode the rest of the cards are going to be her kit that was i believe now fully revealed as of uh today yeah please uh, so. so first up we have malde it is a foundation. It's a 2-4 plus 2 mid-block. It's an ally keyword. Response after this card... Oh, wait, sorry. Response add this card to your card pool face up or face down. After you check an attack, add it to your hand. Another deadlock card. Deadlock enhance once per turn. Add the top card of your deck to your momentum. Uh, I think this card's really good. Yeah, there's a reason it's got a 4 check, right? Uh, mm -hmm. You add it to your card. Uh, you add it to your card pool face up or, or face down. We'll find out later. There's stuff that she does that responds with face up or first uh, face down obviously her ability on her card is about face up or face down cards um so you add it face down and you don't have to worry about progressive difficulty from this card from her and it also deals extra damage with her response also it lets you essentially draw a card 
specifically an attack. Yeah, so like it it, it helps make checking that attack feel a little less bad, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, you're not only going to check, probably like you just checked a three or less, you also then lose a foundation. You don't mm-hmm. add progressive, so that's something. So like it kind of double downs on checking poorly. So that's kind of a weird space to be in. Um, but that being said, it is a very strong effect and probably mm-hmm. something that you're not going to have a problem playing around when piloting that deck, right? Like you're going to kind of anticipate that. Again, I don't know if this is a snap 4X. It might be um, just because it does add to the card pool and it does randomly get her more attacks. Um, I, my fear is that these cards are only going to really be good in her because she mm-hmm. ignores that progressive, right? Um, for face downs. Like they've done characters like this in the past, and that's kind of how their kits end up working out normally until another character comes along that also utilizes that aspect. So um, I think that kind of hurts these cards to some extent, you know, as far as their general appeal for the symbols and trying to improve the strength of chaos, death, and water. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do think for her in particular, this is probably a 4X. You know, you're just like, snap, put it in there, let's go. Like, um, yeah, it's it's good. Yeah, um, it being a four check kind of makes me wary of making it like a snap four of an attack, uh, like you said. And with it does debuild, obviously with her, the whole balance is going to be like, how do you mitigate and balance the debuilding versus aggro? Because it's not like she gets those foundations back at the end of the turn, even if they're face up. Right. She didn't build them. They just go away. Right. Uh, so it is kind of that balancing act. And yeah. I think that'll be crucial to playing her specifically. Yeah, I think the reason I say it's a snap 4X is because her kit's the only thing doing that. Mm-hmm. So you need all of the opportunities you can to add those cards face down. And that's just, I like, that's all she has right now. Like, as more sets come out, and if someone else has this, this theme at some point, then sure, mm-hmm. you can probably cut back on some of these and not run four of them. But I think if you're if you're wanting to play Ashido when set two drops, just plan on putting 4X of all of her foundations and most of her cards in it because you're going to start with that and then you're going to add in other things like maybe some Mineta card pool clog stuff or Asui stuff or whatever from there. Yeah, no, that's fair. Um, Next up, uh, we have Cheerful Uppercut. All right, this one's mine, right? Mm-hmm. All right, so Cheerful Uppercut is a... It's, it, first off, it is a rare, um, so don't get too excited. Have we seen her ultra rare yet? Yeah, we have. Uh, yeah. It was just uh, revealed today. Okay, so that's coming. Cool. Um, mm-hmm. So... Artwork on this one is awesome, um, but the um, it's a 5-3, and it's got a plus 2 mid-block. Um, it's a 5-speed low doing 4 damage. It has charge and punch, so it does trigger her character ability, of course. Um, and then it says enhanced discard of momentum. This attack is plus 4 damage, so that makes it a 5 low doing 8, as long as you have 1 momentum. Mm-hmm. And then it has a free response on it that says, after you block this card, both players at the top card of their deck to their card pool face down. I'm just going to read that one more time. It's a plus two mid block that says response for free after you block with this card. Both players have the top card of their deck to their card pool face down. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, like super disruptive on their turn. Um, just shits all over combo. <laughs> Like, just pack it up. Um, yeah. And it's a mid-block, so I can play this on any attack, anytime I want. Mm-hmm. Um, this card is awesome. Especially awesome for her. Again, may not see a lot of play outside of her, but that response works for everybody, and it's still good. It's less good than everyone else, though, because they don't ignore face-down cards like she does. It's like, for mm-hmm. her, there's no penalty. Whereas if you're, like, you know, Mineta playing this, you're like, well, okay, whatever, that kind of sucks. But 
rewind and oh wait no i don't think the uh never mind i was thinking that that foundation we just talked about the the fruits of the labor or whatever mm-hmm. i thought it might share a symbol here but it doesn't because i was like you could no. you could do this and block put one in your card pool <laughs> then pop that and clear it out oh, oh but no. you can't so yeah. don't worry about that guys they they <laughs> they were one ahead of us here uh-huh. so, yeah i think this card's cool I, I think it's fine i think the the block response is what's really good about it though yeah, uh, no, I, I totally agree, especially um, this having chaos. So like getting the momentum isn't super difficult to begin with, right? Like sure. it's that there's a lot of ways to cheat that into play uh, on that symbol. Uh, death and water, maybe not as much, but uh, yeah, uh, like a, a five, a five low for four, like four damage. Like it's kind of not on, on curve, but, you know, mm-hmm. making it a, a five low for eight is, is pretty hot. Yeah. Then plus whatever damage it does with her response, right? Because it is a punch attack. Right. And, and that's uh, kind of the thing that you have to think about also whenever you look at her cards, like they might be statted mm-hmm. slightly below, but that's probably because they're anticipating some of them connecting. And then mm-hmm. you get free burn, which is damage they can't prevent or mitigate. They just lose that health. So mm-hmm. it's really good. That acid hurts. <laughs> yeah, no, I like that card. I think that's going to be a really powerful card in her. Um, next up, we have uh, Struggling with Studies. It is uh, another foundation. It's a 1-5 with a plus 3 low block. Uh, enhance flip if this is your rival's third or greater attack this combat phase add one card from your card pool to your hand uh response before one of your foundations would be flipped due to a rival effect flip this foundation instead uh so obviously for the response we got a little bit of uh kind um flipping negation not negation but you can make it like they're gonna flip this one instead obviously a little, yeah you little, redirect little protection. Like, yeah you're like mm, over here i'm protecting that foundation he was trying to apathetic you jerk yeah yeah it's like the high value target i think was the other one the midoriya foundation um, so can I pause this right there oh yeah um, so one of the key things here is for those of you who are newer to the game is mechanically how this works so mm-hmm. let's say we're playing um i have one of these in play you have apathetic john you go to use apathetic mm-hmm. um i respond before you declare a target to redirect it to this foundation okay Um, so you have to pay the cost so you have to flip your foundation Mm -hmm. and you're like i'm going to use apathetic you don't have to declare what your target is yet and then i respond and say um i'm going to redirect this to here um i don't believe that changes because that's how like other destroy effects work as well like you don't get to wait until they declare the target i don't believe that changes because this before one of your foundations um, it says would be flipped. So one of your foundations would be flipped once they pay the cost. You then trigger this response to redirect it to this. So. Uh, yes, because I, I believe the cost for apathetic is just enhance flip. Then there's the yes. colon. And so yeah. then so they say they declare I'm going to use apathetic. They pay the cost. Then you say, all right, I'm going to respond with struggling with studies. You're flipping this instead. Whatever you would have picked. It's actually this. It doesn't yep. matter. Yep. Um, and it's just important because what happens a lot of times is people don't realize that. And then they're like, well, what are you going to target? And then you're like this. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm going to use this. And like, that's not how it works. Um, yeah. Yeah. You'd have to be specific because I, I actually don't know how the new Bakugo works. I know he's about flipping stuff too. His might be more targeted where maybe you have to do something different. But uh, he forces them to flip things that are ready. Okay. Um, so that's, that's his restriction. So, gotcha. so he just says, you know, he'll use that response or whatever uh, when he goes to play his combo attack. And then um, he's like, respond bakugo and then you'd have to be like uh respond struggling studies respond struggling stu- struggling with studies yep i think to redirect them to that yep um so sorry to interrupt you no no that's fine that's i that's good to know um that response is cool uh, i think the enhance is actually cooler enhance Ooh, flip boy. um so uh, as as ryan and i have attested to for a long time in this podcast ice storm is the greatest card ever to be printed in this game and this just lets you block with it twice in a turn and that's awesome Ice storm when you want to ice storm when you want to ice storm. Exactly. It's you get to use the same one twice. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> or you don't even have to actually do that. You could block with it and then just pick it up and play it the next turn as an attack or something, right? Like you do whatever right. you want. Right. No, that, this this enhance is awesome. Yeah. Because right now, a lot of decks um, want to put together longer strings of attacks um, instead of just like one giant attack. Mm-hmm. Um, and this card is like, yeah, you keep doing that. You play that third attack because it's third or greater. So most likely you're going to burn this on their third attack immediately. Um, so you blocked one because that's how you have that card in your card pool. So then maybe you take damage from one. They play that third one and you're like, Mm-mm, not today. Picking that back up. Yeah. And now we're going to break her to you again, buddy. Yeah. Or even if like this is also still kind of like another anti card pool clog, right? Or mm-hmm. card card pool clog card. There we go. That's what I yeah. to say. Uh, because this lets you pick up one. So maybe you're not necessarily going to block everything, but it makes it so you can actually like attempt a block, right? If it's sure. going to kill you. Yeah. Well, and also you can look at it as this weird like flip card draw, you know, like mm-hmm. sometimes it's targeted, sometimes it's not. Yeah. Um, like you're saying, maybe you pick up that ice storm to then try to kill them with it on the next turn um, mm-hmm. or like that, that uh, frog lashing or whatever. Right. Like something that has yeah. awesome breaker on it that you want to play as blocks and you want to want to kill them with. So, um, yeah, I think I think this card in all of those symbols is a snap 4x like oh, yeah. if you're playing against me and i'm playing those symbols i'll tell you right now i got four in my deck don't even worry about it don't <laughs> check my list i'll tell you right now i got four yeah um, i'm gonna be playing this here's two symbols with the ice storm <laughs> two yes <laughs> like oh man i can't uh, wait yeah uh next up we got graceful maneuvers yeah so graceful maneuvers is a two five foundation uh i think it's the last ashido foundation we have mm-hmm. um and it's a plus three mid block and it says enhance commit. This attack gets minus two speed, period. And mm-hmm. it says this attack or this attack gets minus one speed for each card in your card pool. Okay. So yeah. So like again, if we're we've blocked say like two attacks, and we've got two cards in our card pool, maybe we blocked with one of those sweet uppercuts, and we threw another card in our card pool, and we're gonna mm-hmm. tap this. And now we have three cards in our card pool. We're going to tap this and give minus five speed <laughs> for each copy of this in play. Uh, yeah. yeah. This this card is real good. The mm-hmm. defense is real. Um, uh-huh. Like, I can't imagine there being a scenario where this isn't always minus three speed. And just to clarify, there were foundations in the past that were one fives with plus three mid blocks that said enhance commit. This attack gets minus three speed. And it was an auto-include 4X in any deck that could run it. And this mm-hmm. card, again, auto-include 4X in probably any deck that can run it. Maybe three if you're like a super greedy player. But I'm telling you again, if I'm running those symbols, I got four guys. Just mm-hmm. There's four sitting there waiting for you. I'm going to block. I'm going to breaker the shit out of you. And I'm, I'm going to make my blocks look easy. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you've been warned. Yeah, I hope you're not planning on pumping speed against any water deck ever. My God. <laughs> This is ridiculous. Oof. Yeah, and 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 I I feel like I a broken record saying this again, but this is also another anti card pool clog card, right? Like because they put a bunch of stuff in your card pool, and you're like, well, uh, I can use this to make this attack I want to block actually easier, right? Um, yeah, I mean, like, so in that situation, you break even effectively, yeah, right? Because yeah, because you get the but, minus but it gives you two. a chance, right? Yeah. yeah, you get the minus two, get you ahead on mm-hmm. block, and then you basically get to ignore all the other ones they forced in there. Um, yeah. But it's kind of ironic that there's all those cards in water when water is like the primary culprit of wanting to do that mechanically. So yeah. I don't know. Water on water matchups might be kind of fun to watch because uh, they hate it. they hate themselves more than they hate anything else. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's that no one makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> right. 
Uh, next up, uh, we have another attack. We have Acid Chop. It is a 4-3. is a plus one mid block. It is a four high uh, attack for four damage. It has Flash and Punch. Response, after you play this attack, both players add the top card of their deck to their card pool face down. Uh, I believe this card is hot. Um, just so you know, uh, for the response, you can't use this after you block with it because it specifically says after you play this attack, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So not just after you play this card. Correct. Uh, uh, but yeah, no, obviously, it, like we've said already a bunch with Mina, this card is generically just really, really strong in her. I also think it's not bad in other cards, in other decks that maybe want to throw cards in your opponent's card pool. Uh, like a water Asui, maybe she's got ways to like remove stuff from the card pool or get stuff out of there or just some other stuff going on. Um, I, yeah, I think this card's really good. I think it's a solid, it's a common, I think it's a really solid card. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. One and effectively a good way to look at this card is that it's basically a five speed for four with mm-hmm. no enhanced up that they just have to block. And again, adding cards to their card pool is like perma speed for the turn. And for Ashido, she doesn't care. doesn't affect her at all. It's mm-hmm. like, it's a five speed doing four and then if they don't block it they already have another card in there so it's going to do five damage so it's really a five speed for five mm-hmm. if they don't block it with her um with no enhanced phase like this card's very threatening in her for sure um at the begin beginning like that of a chain or at the mm-hmm. end of a chain because it's a four death and you're like hey i already stuffed two cards in there let's play this that's a third card flash you don't get to do any of those speed resets to make it easier to block so it's got three in your card pool Oh, so you're going to take it? Guess you're going to take seven. Let's do that again. That was fun. You know, <laughs> like just commit out that turn for it. So, yeah, I think this card's very good, especially yep. like you said, as a common, very strong. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, next up, we have Acid Fling. All right. So, Acid Fling um, is a four difficulty three check. It's got a plus two low block. It's a four mid doing three, and it's got the ranged keyword. It says response flip. After this attack deals damage, add the top card of your deck to your momentum. And then it says deadlock enhance. Add one rival asset or foundation to their card pool. Um, yeah, so I got some thoughts here. Um, if I'm not mistaken, shouldn't that response say card pool on it? Like, does it matter? Uh no um After this attack deals damage so so i think if it says card pool that th- i think that means you can use just, it later on from the card okay pool if it's sitting yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah. yeah this is okay, just specifically yeah. for this attack yeah, yeah yeah okay that's fair um so then um it's kind of interesting right so it flips so it doesn't count towards progressive for her mm-hmm. and it snap gets you a momentum um but it, basically you're you're just um cashing in early kind of like a, a check uh a check to cash kind of place for your momentum right because you would get it at the end of the turn anyway because it dealt damage but you're just flipping this to get it now. Um, so that's pretty cool. Um, it's statted below curve. You know, it's only doing three damage, but it's for that reason, because she can also burn them if it does deal damage. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the deadlock enhance is super cool um, because I'm a huge supporter of having cards that disrupt your opponent's game plan. And um, oh, yeah. that's what this does. You know, like you just like snipe, like, hey, put that put that uh, box full of babies directly directly into your card pool it's gone now you know mm-hmm. or hey put that quick creation or hey um you know put that i don't know um uh, rescue complete like whatever so that's really good um yeah i feel like her kit has a lot of really good deadlock so 
I don't think I'm ever going to build into deadlock against her. (laughs) (laughs) She's not going to do it. Yeah. Um, I do. I like this card. I think it's, I think it's neat. Like you said, it only does three damage, but the way the responses work, right? So, uh, this one deals damage. So you take the three damage, you respond with this to flip it. Um, and then add the momentum, obviously. But now since you've responded with this first, it's flipped. Then you can, if this is your first attack, you can then respond with Mina to then burn them for one, right? Is that um, how that would work? So you would respond... Because uh, they both just say after yeah. after an attack deals damage. Yeah, you and you can choose when you respond with them then. Um, mm-hmm. I would respond with her ability first um, because I'm pretty sure once you flip it face down, that like closes that window. I could be mistaken though. Um, so I don't know. I mean, like, I can't think of a reason you wouldn't just respond with her first though. Yeah. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. Like, so you don't. Have, this is your first attack. You don't have any other face down cards in your card pool, right? So you right. you wouldn't be able to trigger. Oh, that's what you're saying. So you flip yeah. it, so it counts. Uh, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I guess so. Maybe. Yeah. Well, they both trigger. They're both responses are triggering off the attack dealing damage. So you would yeah. you would just pick which one you want to do first, right? Yeah, like you stack them or whatever. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you do this one first. Yeah. Get your momentum. Hmm. Now you have a face down card, cool. and then you can use her to burn them for one. Yeah. Yeah, I have theorycrafted her to zero percent. So. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but well, it was kind of more to your point about this being like an understated attack, right? Because it's only three right. damage on a four diff. But really, yeah. if it could do four damage with her, if, if even if it's doing only attack. Yeah, that's fair. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, lastly, we have her ultra rare, which was revealed uh, this morning, uh, continuing my streak of always dating our content. Uh, <laughs> it is Acid Corrosion Breach. Uh, it's an attack. It's a 5-2, so we got a two check. Plus one high block, a three low for six. We got charge, ranged, and slam. Uh, enhance. Add one momentum to your card pool face up. This attack gets plus two speed and plus two damage. Enhance. Add the top card of your deck to your card pool face down. Look at the face down cards in your card pool. You may add one of them to your hand. Uh, yeah. This card, this card earns that two check, I think, right? Like, Yeah, this is a cool card. Uh, um, being able to uh, make this a five low for eight, also draw another attack from your card pool, adding cards into there for extra damage for her responses. Yeah, well, you draw one from your momentum effectively, right? Like, yeah, yeah, um, that's what I'll say. Like, so yeah. you get, well, it's from your card pool, but yeah, right. But like, yeah, because you're pulling yeah. it from your momentum. So like, mm-hmm. now that you point out the acid fling interaction, so you mm-hmm. can totally acid fling first. Mm-hmm. Then if it deals damage, you respond, flip it, respond, burn them. Um, you get that free momentum off the top of your deck, right? Mm-hmm. And then you're like, okay, gonna play Acid Corrosion Breach. It's on a five because I ignore face downs. Check my five. And then I'm going to use its ability, add that free momentum I just got face down to my card pool, plus two, mm-hmm. plus two, to then use, you know, her ability, um, you know, to add the top card of your deck to your card pool face down also. Hey, cool. And then I'm gonna look at these three face downs that I have. And if nothing else, I know I'm getting another Acid Flink. Yeah. Uh, and then it's going to have three in front of it when I go to play it and burn you with it. I'm like, okay, this card, this card is, uh, yeah. Like you said, it earns that two check. And I think again, snap forex. Like, I think if you're going to play her, you just start with four of all of her cards and then work your way out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of tweak the numbers and see what you want to do later on. Um, yeah, no, like, like I said, I think this is a really powerful card for it to not always be, but pretty much if you're doing it right, unless something like kind of weird comes up, it's always going to be, a five low for eight on a five diff attack. Like that's, that's insane. Um, plus whatever burn you're getting from her. Uh, yeah. And then also 
recurring cards as you see fit. It's yeah. Just, it's, just, oh, it's real good. Feels good. Yeah, it's a cool card. Also, the art's pretty sweet. So, you know, mm-hmm. win, 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 win. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I believe that's going to do it for previews. Uh, I feel like we're kind of coming in on the home stretch for previews here. Dude, I went uh, through and I, I counted it up the other day. And like, this is before we finished out her kit. I want to say there's maybe like 10 or 15 cards left at most for the whole set. Like, we've yeah. seen a lot of this set. So we got to mm-hmm. be getting close to a, a release date because there's no... I don't say no way. It seems really unlikely they're going to spoil the or preview the entire set before they tell us when it's coming out. You know, like because yeah. that point everyone's just going to start theory crafting. You know, like you, you immediately, like we're doing right now, like live, right? Like, um. So I don't know. Yeah, I want the meta to be cracked before they actually get the cards. Well, as we've talked about, there's no crack in the meta, man. Oh, okay, <laughs> it's crack proof. Yeah. Uh, well, that is going to do it for this, uh, for us this week on the Universe Academy podcast. Uh, we appreciate all you guys stopping by. Please subscribe and like the videos uh, if you see fit and leave us comments. Let us know what you think, anything you want to talk about or anything we got horribly wrong. Let us know. Yeah. And don't forget, you can check out our, our website for our calendar where we have all of the events already posted for you. You can just add it to your Google calendars. Uh, we've got some of our other content there, all of these card previews. Um, also our Facebook page, you know, we, we post stuff there to our content as well. So, um, yeah, we're kind of all over the place, but, uh, you know, follow it, like I said, like, and subscribe at, as you see fit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, well, we appreciate everyone stopping by and hope y'all have a great week. See you guys.